When you woke up this morning, how long did it take before you touched your phone? For most of us, it's a matter of seconds. How long did it take then when you get into your day before you're responding to messages, before you're clicking on your different notifications? If you're someone like me who sleeps with the phone in airplane mode, how many new notifications do you get, most of which are meaningless, when you take it out of airplane mode? How much of your workday was then spent on your phone clicking on your phone, maybe putting in your passcode, opening the phone up just to kind of get rid of notifications or respond to somewhat meaningless messages. How much of your day do you spend doing that? I was trying to calculate this the other day and a buddy and I were just thinking, you know, how much of our days do we actually spend basically just managing and getting rid of notifications? Like sometimes we're replying to things, but if you really sat there and think about it, Like even the best of us, even the ones who've mastered what I call digital message management still are wasting so much of our day doing this. And when I ask you these questions, so let me give you an example of how my morning went this morning. My morning went, and this is okay, so it's a morning in late January 2024 when I'm recording this, and today I had to get up early for work. Well, one of the jobs that I have right now is I work at a gym, and um, so I was doing a 6 a.m. session with a client, which means I get up at 5, get ready to get out the door by 5.30. So I wake up, touch my phone because my alarm was about to get up, go off on the phone. I actually woke up at 4.58. Alarm was about to go off, so shut off the alarm that was about to happen take the phone off of airplane mode, and then look at all the new notifications. So obviously, okay, take my shower, do my stuff, get ready to go to work, go to work. And then of course, to work in the gym, we have five, I said six before I was wrong, it's only five, five apps that we're required to have on our phone as personal trainers at this gym. When in the heck did we get into a world where in order to teach people how to lift weights above their head, you have to have five apps on your phone? This is not IT. We're not working. We're not computer programmers. Why do we have to have five apps on our phone? We're personal trainers. It's wild. And we're at this spot right now where we're, we're in the phase where technology, artificial intelligence, and phones are a nuisance. Now, yes, they're very addictive, and sometimes people love them just to like sit around, you know, all day, especially, you know, teenagers, young people in general, dick around all day, you know, on reels and whatever. And like, yeah, like, you know, they love that, but then we know how bad that is in general. Like, I don't have that much of an issue with that. I know a lot of people do. Um, I think most people would agree, especially busy working adults, would agree that the phone has become a nuisance. It's something that you need. You can't live without it. You can't live without it, but it's become a nuisance at this point to have to deal with everything. And really, I was talking to another guy at the gym the other day. He's an older gentleman, client. He's in his 60s, you know, and still works and everything. And it was really funny because I asked him this question. Um, I was talking about how, you know, for him to come in for his appointments with us, uh, his personal training uh, appointments, you know, we send him a, a text reminder and then a reminder in this app and then an email reminder. And it's like, we get like a thousand messages per day, you know, related to this and everything is like this. And in a way it's useful. It's useful. Sure. Because you know, you you get double, triple reminders. So it's like hard to miss stuff. But the thing about it is <laughs> the thing that's funny. I verified this with him. I had to verify it from someone who was an adult back in the 1970s and 80s. These, well, I guess, yeah, he was an adult probably in the 80s. These businesses existed before we had nine reminder messages for every appointment that you had. 
The point is, it's just, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming with the messages and the amount of time that it's required for us to spend on the devices. Because for the most part, you know, we have dictation and things like that. You know, some people could say, hey, Siri, hey, Google, hey, my phone, do this, do this, do this. But it's not really that good yet. It doesn't take the commands that well. Now, a lot of people will talk about, okay, the the singularity. What is the singularity? The singularity is supposedly the time when humans merge with artificial intelligence. And people will talk about this as a good thing or a bad thing and everything in between. But a lot of people will say that humans and artificial intelligence will officially be merged by 2045 or something along those lines, right? Now, what is actually the definition of this? Is the definition of it when we have robotic chips in our heads, you know, is the definition of it when we can no longer survive without having machines do everything for us? Like, like what is the definition of the singularity when humans actually merge with artificial intelligence? That's an interesting question. We can, of course, argue that we're already to a certain extent there because as I'm explaining to you, what can you do in this world without a phone? If you live anywhere, especially in the developed world, and you don't have a cell phone, you you like I would argue that you basically can't live in the modern world. You could do it. You could do it. I'm sure there's some people that are doing it, but like it's, you get my point. It's basically impossible at this point to live without a cell phone, without all these apps, because everything functions that way. Banking, all your communication, all your just everything, everything functions via the cell phone at this point. So essentially, you're required to have this piece of artificial intelligence in your life. You really can't live without it in the modern world. And unless all total chaos breaks loose, that's not going to be changing anytime. So these devices are here to stay, and we're going to be required to use them for many years to come. Now, and I'm not, I'm not one who's like super pessimistic about, oh my God, artificial intelligence robots are going to take over and they're going to kill us all because they're going to be able to realize, what do we need these humans for? We can just kill them. We're smarter than them. We're better than them and they're a-holes. Let's kill the humans. I'm not like someone who gets, you know, that into that or the Terminator movies or all these other movies and series they have where they paint a super dark picture about the future. But I am really sick of the way technology works right now. I'm sick of how much of a nuisance technology is in our lives because we're in a phase where we have a lot of amazing technology as modern human beings, but we have not figured out a way to get it to not be a nuisance. We haven't figured out a way to get it out of the way. Does that make sense? Like, yes, we have all of it. And right now, I would argue that it's making our lives more challenging and stressful than it's helping us. Why? Because it still requires a lot of manual use. The fact that you have to be on your phone and respond to these hundred notifications every day by using your fingers is very time consuming. It also kind of puts you in a negative mental state that I would I would argue Um, having done a lot of experimentation with this, it's a nuisance. This is why sometimes, you know, being a child of, well, I was born in 1989 and grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. I oftentimes say that that's been the best time in humanity so far because, you know, we, we had TV, you know, you know, in the U S growing up where I grew up, you know, you had, you had TV and video games and, you know, you, we had all the modern conveniences you really need. Uh, but we, you know, Instagram reels and TikTok hadn't come out yet to corrupt our brains. And we didn't have a thousand messages and notifications on cell phones every day. It was a great time. It was a bit simpler. And I would argue that we had pretty much all the modern conveniences that we have now that we truly need. Some people are going to argue and say, well, you know, we got Uber Eats now. Okay, wonderful. Too lazy to go to a freaking store and get yourself some real food. No, but I, I get the point that there are some advances, but I would argue that the advances over the last 20 years, I would argue that the last 20 years, the way technology and cell phones have developed, have made life more 
inconvenient and stressful than convenient and good and healthy for most of us. Up for debate. But I think that right now we're in a negative period, like I said, just because of how much manual use these technologies still require. The main ones being cell phones. Because I know very few people who are able to command their cell phone without having to touch it, without it being a cumbersome process of touching and typing on it. And see, this is one of the things that I hate is when I'm trying to like you know, jot something down or make a note of something or set a reminder for myself or do anything on these thousands of apps and services on our phone that we have to use while I'm in conversation with someone. Not only is it rude, but it breaks the flow and all this stuff. Now, when I imagine like a perfect world, a perfect world for me right now would be where that device, that cell phone is essentially my sidekick and it does exactly what it does right now being it has my calendar, it has my reminders, it has my alarms, it has, well, all the apps that I need to do the different things that I do throughout the day and the different jobs that I do, but I don't have to touch it. Now, I'm I'm, going to stop short of saying I want it to be able to walk around with me because at that point we really are getting in like the it is a robot phase. Maybe I would still have to carry it into a room right? But what I want is to never have to touch that thing. And some people say, well, Sean, you got to upgrade your phone, you loser. You got to stop using that stupid five-year-old Android Google Pixel. I don't know what the heck it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my phone's not the greatest. But even, like I said, I don't see hardly anyone that really actually just commands their phone and never has to touch it. What I want in a perfect world is I would have a phone, and, and this should be happening soon. I have a phone that all I have to do is maybe carry it into a room with me. But other than that, I just command everything. And I say, okay, you know, put a reminder in the calendar. I want it to give me commands. I want it to directly tell me, you know, okay, Sean, this meeting starts in 30 minutes. Sean, remember to do this now, blah, 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 blah. And like as I'm recording this episode, I'm literally sitting here thinking to myself, huh, I bet that I bet that even with the current technology, I could set this up pretty well. But I think you understand my point. My point is that we, we're not using it this way yet, and it's not quite that good yet. The phone doesn't quite do everything I'm describing yet. We still have to touch it all the time. And that's a major distraction. And also, it's just, it's, quite frankly, it's not good for us for a lot of different reasons. And since we know that the devices aren't going away and the apps and everything that we use the phones for is not going away anytime soon, this is really the only solution I see. I feel that we have to progress to this because right now, if you're like me, and I know a lot of people are like me, they're annoyed and overwhelmed with this like ridiculous digital notification world that we live in. I feel that we have to progress to that because we know, like I said, unless all chaos breaks loose and we go back to the stone age we're not getting rid of the phones the phones are here to stay you know they might evolve into a different type of device but they're here to stay so really the only solution is to get it to this point where you just talk to the, the, the device all day long but you don't have to sit there and spend all of your time mentally or mentally well in your mental energy typing things into it if i could just give it a command in three seconds rather than having to open it up again type in there and me me use my fat fingers and waste another 30 seconds of my life every time can you imagine the efficiency and can you imagine how much better the day would go this is really the way i see life even within the next five to ten years and moving forward and i would argue that that's kind of where we should stop with technology. Um, I said that the 90s and 2000s was maybe the best time. I think that the 2030s, 2040s, and beyond will be the best time ever if we can get the devices to not be so cumbersome and require so much manual entry 
then we can be living in the best time ever forever. And I don't think we necessarily have to worry about some artificial intelligence takeover. Now, at that point, are we part AI? Are we merged with AI? Well, I mean, you could argue it because then if the machine stops working, then or if it, the machine can no longer listen to us. Like essentially it is it is another thing, it is another almost living thing that we talk to that knows everything about us and like does everything for us. Now, you know, it doesn't clean our clothes necessarily, but like it it tells us everything to do during the day. It keeps track of everything for us. Um which is a very useful thing. Um I'm not enough of an expert to get into things like you know, technology and, and, you know, what are the areas that humans are better than technology? You know, like humans are better at creativity, whereas the technology stuff is better at, you know, linear mathematical things, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to speculate that much on that. I'm not someone who worries that much about like artificial intelligence taking over and destroying humans because I think artificial intelligence would need to be, have multiple intelligences in a lot of different areas. Fred and I were talking about this the other day. We're like, well, yeah, okay. So, these artificial intelligences can beat humans at chess, but that's like a one-dimensional game. You know, to beat humans at, at war and to kill us all, you'd have to be intelligent and capable in all of these different areas. And I don't know if that's something that is that easy to be developed as an artificial intelligence. Anyway, this, this is another, this is uh, an area of debate out of my expertise. I'm just trying to paint a picture of what would be kind of a perfect world, in my opinion, in terms of humans using technology and artificial intelligence. And I think that that's where the sweet spot is at, is having a phone, a phone or device, let's just call it your phone, which you could maybe carry with you into the room, but then after that you just set it over there and you talk to it and it does everything for you and it's seamless and smooth, it understands everything, and it's basically your little robot sidekick. (laughs) But that's what I'm thinking, all right? So I want you to reflect on this and see how you can apply some of these things I'm talking about in your life. All right, talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.